How low can you go? What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beck-Holt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. Um, it is approaching Valentine's Day weekend. Um, this week we have a, a, a long list of stories that is not filled with love and affection for Iowa constituents. Um, so we are going to go ahead and get started with our headlines. Um, first up is a story that broke last week right after we recorded um, about Governor Reynolds. And I think this just first section should just be all about her. Um, but she just didn't – she rolled back all the uh, restrictions on mask mandates and um, the, even the limited ones in our state for COVID precautions and gatherings and then we found out earlier this week that she didn't consult anyone uh, from Iowa Department of Public Health um, before before doing this. So, Ivy, what what do you think about this? I mean, should she have asked a doctor or a public health professional before she made this decision? Probably not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. I mean, if you're not consulting public health experts, like what are you basing this decision on? I think it's pretty clear, especially as we talk about more stories in the week, that she's really going for what her donors want and what her strong base wants instead of really thinking about, you know, over 5,000 Iowans who have died. So I think it's just really clear where her loyalties lie. It's not really with saving Iowans, so... Yeah, that's basically my take. Yeah, absolutely. And and you saw the I mean, you put this uh you found this article about her fundraising off of the COVID safety rollback. I mean, tell us a little bit more about that. What has she been doing with um I mean, I have seen a little bit, but um like how has she been trying to raise money from this? Yeah, so first off, she went on Fox News, Sean Hannity's show, and promoted the rollback of safety measures and kind of gave a really different narrative than what she did during the press conference, really leaned on saying that the left are radicals, everything like that. And then she tweeted the interview and is tweeting things saying that only radicals want Iowa shut down. And so are you with me? And then she'll like add a donation link. And so she's really promoting this interview, promoting this language this idea that she's doing the right thing by you know basically killing iowans and so yeah why don't you donate right i saw one of those tweets and i just can't get beyond the fact that like she's just um i mean she's dividing people at a time when like it would be the right thing to do but also like the politically smart thing to do i think to try and bring people together and i know that i mean she's trying to raise some online money, but like, and maybe there are other donors that who want this, but I think it puts her in a, I mean, just in a strong, would put her in a stronger position politically mm-hmm. if she were to just try to like bring people together instead of divide, divide, divide. But, um, that's the calculation she's making. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, there's one other story that is, <laughs> kind of rolls into this sort of uh, uh, I don't even know where to begin with this one the she auctioned herself off for a pork baron's charity that's like the literal headline um, I, I, I I 
we love our corn, we love our pork here, but like, yeah. give me a break. I mean, I, I, I didn't even know what the heck to say to that. I don't know what you thought. Yeah. I mean, first off, auctioning off yourself for access, like for access, that's so wrong politically, ethically, everything. But the fact that she also auctioned off a lunch with the highest bidder at the state mansion and then gave a tour at the Capitol, she's also just going further and further into this place where it might actually be like illegal or something, you know, yeah. that's wrong here. So, right. That's I our, think, I mean, we pay for that place. You and I, I mean, yeah. taxpayers pay for that that house um so i don't i you might be right um either way so. it's not a good look to to you know <laughs> um to to offer yourself up, up offer yourself up mm -hmm. as pork to the pork barons uh charity so uh, moving on to even <laughs> worse things somehow uh the session is just not going well in terms of funding education this whole bathroom ban things like that i guess we'll just start off with education budget i mean it's just not going great because you know the house has and the senate have approved this bill and it's going back to the senate sorry very confusing but basically the budget is going to be based off of enrollment this year which is just horrible because the enrollment has gone down this year because of COVID-19 and so they're going to be receiving less funding from the state and local taxpayers have to make up for this mm -hmm. difference and so this is just really concerning and so even though it's been approved in the house it has to go back to the senate and then go to the governor, but it's probably going to go through. So yeah, I mean, they will likely do this. Um, we will try and get them to um, reject this. It's just it's just a chronic underfunding of our schools that has happened over the last many many years, um, and and it's 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 a slap in the face to to schools and students and families that have been trying to do things safely um, because on a number in a number of ways they're, they're just being penalized for it and um, and it's it's um, it's again it's a place where the governor and the legislature are trying to divide us up and um, pit you know people who want to take COVID seriously um, against the people who haven't and instead of trying to bring people together and and school funding is just another is another example of that um and they were already underfunding our schools before this year so mm -hmm. it's just uh, i mean uh, uh, like uh, we've this this again we should retitle this podcast unbelievable disappointing but not surprising so yeah uh, happens every year and still going on so yeah we just really have to keep pushing of course they don't advertise and when they're campaigning that they're going to do this. No. But here we are. Right. Yeah. Um, um, more things from the House yeah. this week. And Senate, uh, the Republicans want the restroom referees for Iowa students. So, I mean, do you want to start on this one? It's just insane. Yeah, I mean, I don't, like, they, they are very concerned about who's using what bathroom. Um, mm -hmm. And um, if you're a transgender uh, student, which bathroom you're going to go into um, I, I don't know. It, it, they're trying to pick fights over things that should be common sense, civil rights, um, getting to go to the bathroom that you choose. Um, and, uh, it, it, it's, it's really absurd. Um, it's, it's one of many things that we could rattle off about this legislative session, 
um, and how low and despicable um, some of their priorities are. Um, and we're, we, we're going to talk about this in a second, but like, and just rattle these off. But I mean, all of this is, is very, very unfortunate and sad because if you're, uh, if you're an LGBTQ student in, um, in, uh, uh, in, in Iowa or anywhere, you're much more likely to be bullied, higher risk of suicide, um, depression, things like that. Um, the last thing you need is to be um, forced into a situation that makes you incredibly uncomfortable um, and, uh, and and exposes you to, to potential um, harassment. So I just I don't know. Like I, it's it's really sad that they want kids to be bullied. They want kids to be, um, uh, uh, yeah, they want kids to be singled out. So. It's because that's what that's what's going to happen, um, whether that's what they intend. There's a lot of discussion this week about the intent versus the impact of this legislation. Mm-hmm. And regardless of however they intend it, that's what's going that that's what that's what will happen. And so it's um, and that's based on 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 um, based on research that has that has been done across the country on this. So um, it's just it's it's really really unfortunate it was a study uh, published by the official journal of the american academy of pediatrics showing that trans and non-binary teens face a higher risk of sexual assault if they have restricted bathroom access so um just to get the actual site out there so um it's not just matt talking uh uh spouting things off um but it's so so it's it's really it's really disappointing to see to see, mm-hmm. um, especially in a state that has such great history for civil rights. Exactly. I mean, watching the subcommittee on this, Taylor and Carlin were saying some ignorant things and also saying that this wasn't in, uh, intended to discriminate. But that's just such a lie. I mean, there's no other reason for this bill other than to discriminate against the LGBT community. And then, I mean, this is just a horrible combination with the other bills that we've seen recently in the House and Senate, um, especially the House against LGBT community. Um, So I think it's just really such a shame and it's going to be horrible seeing the effect this has on the community, even if these don't go through, to see such a threat to your life for the LGBT community. I mean, I can't imagine. So it's just going to be horrible. Yeah. Um, But it does continue the theme of of how low and how despicable can this legislature get and to put all this in we're just going to rattle off a few things here Mm -hmm. but like to put it into context they've done nothing for covid relief they haven't they haven't really pushed any significant covid relief at a state level they're just waiting for the federal government to do that meanwhile they've tried to and are pushing through an abortion ban amendment the bathroom bill that we just talked about Wanting, they want to ban uh, the 1619 Project, um, talking about slavery in, in American history, uh, among other things. Uh, there are no masks and no required and no social distancing required at the Capitol. So a number of legislators and other workers have gotten sick because of that. Um, they've, uh, um, they're checking voter registration for state employees. They want to get rid of tenure for college professors. They want to delay unemployment payments. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Uh, the attempt for uh, school vouchers um, isn't even, I mean, it's, so you, we could just keep rattling these off, but it's it's one um, 
really unfortunate and disturbing proposal after another and i don't know what where i don't know where the bottom is i don't i don't know i i can't every year the last 3 years since they took over in 2017 i've tried to imagine oh it can't get much worse mhm but i don't know i i mean could it ivy give me some hope here is it going to get worse i mean i think that it's just interesting that you know every year it gets Yes, it does get worse, but they don't really talk about these things that they're doing. I think if they started to really talk about the effects of these bills, if they start campaigning on their actual actions in the House and Senate, then maybe they wouldn't be elected as much. I think it's just they're taking the sign that they were elected as, you know, that they can do whatever they want. And they're going after these proposals that kind of don't really have anything to do with politics. They're just trying to take over control, trying to put their beliefs onto others. I mean, it's ridiculous. So I honestly think it might get worse until, you know, they're kind of checked and that's what we're trying to do every week. So we'll see. I cannot say I argue or disagree with you, unfortunately, after seeing what they've done. Um, How low can you go is just, I don't think there's a limit uh, for their, for, for how low they can get. During the legislative session, bills move quickly, and by the time you check your email, that advocacy alert may be too late. Now you can get text messages from Progress Iowa for the latest news and action alerts. Just text JOIN to 515-417-3320. We'll send petitions, phone numbers for key members of the legislature, and more to keep you informed. That's J-O-I-N, JOIN, to 515-417-3320 for text message updates from Progress Iowa. Next up, we have our hot takes where we give our quick opinions on topics of the week. First off is impeachment. Uh, are you watching? What's the best part? What's the worst part for you? Yeah, I've, I've been watching a little bit. Um, and I think the best part is seeing it all put together in such a compelling way from relatively like unknown members of Congress. I mean, we may know them like Congressman Raskin um, or and others um, just from watching the news but like these are people who don't normally get to have the spotlight on them so that's nice the worst part is just it, when you see it all in one place i mean this could have gone so badly that day mm-hmm. so many people could have been hurt or or killed um at the spurring on of or the incitement of the president and that's that's gut-wrenching to watch so those are my two reactions from impeachment what about you have you been watching much of it i've I've not watched much of it. i've seen highlights so i've seen bits and pieces so yeah i've basically been reading the news articles after the day yeah and i've got to say i basically just agree with you the worst part seeing this video of staffers run into this room and there was like a double door and so then a few minutes after seeing these people in the mob try to break down the door they break down the first one but they see another door so then they give up i mean that's scary if they would have just gone for that extra door this could have turned out even worse than it already was so that was definitely the worst part uh the best was probably the cat zoom debacle uh oh yeah someone couldn't get the cat filter off to, off wait of that, that was an impeachment though that was just a random trial oh did you think those yeah, are happening somehow can... connected <laughs> we're doing a live fact check of this it was yeah. it was a random trial but i do did see a lot of posts about how like imagine being the tr- the cat lawyer and not even being one of the worst lawyers 
on the national stage today. That's what it is. Yeah. But so maybe, but I'm just, you know, for our viewers, listeners, whatever, like, yeah. The, at least Trump's Probably lawyers not. didn't dress up as a cat, I guess, right? Yeah. So that um, was pretty good. Then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next up. I put, you take it away. Well, I put Britney, Britney yeah. Spears in here because I've seen little bits and pieces, and I was going to ask you as our pop culture like mm-hmm. guru if 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 you've been following this. I, I gather that her dad has control over her money. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. So, which just seems bad. Yeah, I'm very excited to watch the documentary tonight. Okay. I've been planning all week to watch it tonight, so I'll give you more updates next week. But I mean, I think it's pretty clear that the media, Justin Timberlake, her dad, men have treated her horribly. So. I think we just know men are trash from this. That is all. That yes. is fair. Fact check, true. Yeah. Um, uh, last on hot takes, the Bidens in love. Um, they mm-hmm. there's a there's a short three or four minute video floating around online um, for Valentine's Day. Uh, Dr. Jill Biden, um, the first lady, put big hearts on the White House lawn. Have you seen this yet? Have you? Okay. Yeah, I thought it was so cute, especially because it was right where reporters usually like have their backdrop right there. So mm-hmm. that stuff's all on television. Everyone gets to see. It's yeah, really cute. it's really nice. And we end with shout outs. We lift up great work happening all over the state. Please send recommendations to at Progress Iowa or at Potluck FM. Yeah, so first off, we want to start off thanking Stacey Walker and the Advocates for Social Justice just for all of their work. It really resulted in the Citizens Police Review Board being approved in Cedar Rapids this week. That was really amazing. Hopefully other cities can follow in their steps. It just gives people more power to really see what's going on in their cities with the police. And it's just really refreshing to see that after everything that happened this past summer. Yeah. and. Uh... One other shout out to President Joe Biden and the administration. They made an announcement yesterday, I believe, um, that there are now enough vaccinations either purchased or on the way where everyone can be vaccinated by July. And that is just a sigh of relief. And we know that there's going to be many, many bumps along the way. But that is very exciting to know that that is coming. Um, So well done uh, to the Biden administration for all of us. What a Week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Howenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week. What a Week.